A mother I'm acquainted with on the school run has suddenly turned into Miss Hotness. At first, I can't pinpoint exactly what's different. She's thinner, but it's more than just that. Her skin is glowing, her eyes are bright, and her face looks noticeably younger. You're looking fierce hot these days, I say, as we wait for our children to come out of school. She gives me a half-smile, not giving away too much. But I have to know. So what are you doing differently, I dig. It's the separation effect, she says, though I wouldn't recommend it, she adds, failing to make eye contact. The woman has recently separated from her husband, the father of her three children, and someone she'd been with for almost twenty years. Looks like there's a silver lining, I begin to say, but she looked at me with a hard stare that said, Go on, I dare you to continue. I shut up. She's right. There are no circumstances when the ending of a marriage or a long-term relationship isn't agony. I didn't dare utter another word about it. Instead, I did what any other right-minded woman would do. I invited her and her daughter back to my house for tea. Three glasses of wine and a takeaway meal later, she said, You know, there actually are some small wins after separation, though I didn't notice them at first. In fact, at first I used to just get into the closet, close the door, hug my legs and sob. Why the closet? I asked. I think on some subconscious level it was the closest thing to a coffin that I could find. And I felt kind of dead. I felt I couldn't go on on my own. And also I didn't want my kids to see me crying like that. I nod, wondering if giving her wine was such a good idea. Tell me about the winds, I say, trying to reframe her thinking. Number one. At first I privately felt that my marriage failed because I wasn't good enough, thin enough, pretty enough. So I started running to lose weight. I would run like a mad one. I ran in the rain, in storms, at dawn, at night. It was like I was trying to outrun the pain or that I was making my body feel the physical pain I felt in my heart. Either way, I felt better after each run. And then this happened. She smiles, gesturing towards her truly banging body. Number two. The second win is something small, but it used to annoy the hell out of me. He would fart in his sleep, or sometimes even when he wasn't sleeping. So now I have a fart-free bed, and my sheets don't need to be washed as often. I'm stretching them out to three weeks now, she says proudly. When my side isn't so fresh, I just roll on to what used to be his side. Those yellow sweat stains that he used to leave behind on the white pillowcases are no more. I still take great care making the bed each morning, but that effort is just for me, not for someone else who never noticed. Number three. I ramp the heating up to sauna levels and I sleep with Netflix playing loudly without any fear of judgment at my selection. Scandal. How to get away with murder. You. Number four. Not having anyone standing over me judging while I open my Zara deliveries. Or my ASOS deliveries. Or my net porter sale finds. Look, I wouldn't describe my shopping as a problem, but he seemed to think it was. Okay, maybe he was right in that one, but that's a whole other story. And I'll admit I did self-medicate through shopping. Number five. I wax my legs while stretched out on the couch watching telly. Ditto to fake tan applications, manicures, pedicures. It's all done downstairs now, beside a roaring fire. Number six. I can empty and rearrange my whole wardrobe at three in the morning if I so feel like it. As Marie Kondo taught us, 
If it doesn't bring joy, let it go. Though I'm not sure if that included husbands. Number seven. Clothes will never again be left on the bathroom floor or in the washing machine for two to five days, which of course made them smell like dead furry animals and then they need to be washed all over again. He used to leave them because he knew sooner or later I'd need the washing machine and would redo his clothes and hang them out. Number eight. There is no expectation of dinner being cooked, so if I want to eat cornflakes or toast for dinner while in bed or in the bath, then so be it. It's very freeing. Number nine. I can ask Alexa the pitiful questions that I used to ask my husband, and she always has something nice to say in return. Go on, try asking her, do you still love me? Or do you like living with me? And you'll see what I mean. Sometimes I feel like she witnessed everything that went on, everything that was said between me and my husband, so now she knows what I need to hear. Number 10. On the days he has the kids, I have blissful hours that span out before me all for myself. And before our separation, I can't remember when I last had a day all to myself, probably before the children were born. I get to recapture a little piece of me again. For those hours, I'm not anyone's mother or wife. I'm just me. Number 11. The biggest win, though, might just be being in charge of my own money, destiny and decisions again. I don't have to consult anyone before I say yes, and that's what this year has been, a year of saying yes to things that usually scared me so much I'd default to no. My first yes was the hardest. It was my reply to my husband's question, do you want to separate? I look at my new friend and feel like she's some type of exotic mix between Superwoman and no-nonsense powerhouse Shonda Rhimes, who wrote a book by the same name, A Year of Yes. A book which details how her life changed when she realised that despite all her success as ABC's resident hitmaker, she was miserable. So, she began to say yes, and it changed her life into wins, and that all added up to feeling like a true winner. It's noticing and appreciating the little wins are what makes a true difference in one's life, even the bleakest of situations. <laughs>